Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. In today's show, Bitcoin traders I-19,000, Bitcoin price action bottom, and warn of a hot February. CPI, also breaking news, Max Kaiser calls on 10,000 Bitcoiners to join him in migrating to Bitcoin country, El Salvador, and more breaking news, the SEC continues their streak of enforcement action, targeting BK coin for an alleged $100 million fraud. Also in today's show, here's how Binance is mitigating its stablecoin needs after the BUSD ban. We'll also be discussing Tether strikes at the Wall Street Journal over stale allegations of fake documents for bank accounts, as well as Terraform Labs co-founder Do Kwan gets probed by Singaporean authorities. Also in today's show, Bybit introduces MasterCard-powered debit card days after halting their U.S. dollar transfers. Also, we'll be discussing veteran trader Tone Bays and his forecast of Bitcoin breaking above $300,000 as I break down his timeline. And also, he he says we're going to explode literally between 792% and 1238% from the current price in this next bull market. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at Crypto News Alerts. Net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone to podcast episode number 1212. I'm your host, JV, and today is March 6, 2023. Let's check out the overall market as we have Bitcoin trading just above 22500 and barely in the green for the day, along with Ethereum also barely in the green, trading just under $1,600, while Binance Coin, XRP, Cardano, Solana, Polkadot, and Doge and Litecoin all correct and in the red and checking out coinmarketcap.com you can currently see the crypto market cap still above that trillion dollar milestone with just 34 and a half billion in volume in the past 24 hours bitcoin dominance ultimately the same as yesterday 42.3 percent with the ethereum dominance back on the rise at 18.7 percent and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours the central land leading the pack up six percent trading at 62 cents followed by gmx up four and a half percent trading at 71 dollars and 70 cents followed by optimism up four percent trading at two dollars and 54 cents and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week it looks like 
Mana still leading the pack for the week as well, up just 6%. Hex up 5%. And as you can see, most the top 100 cryptos are actually in the red and correcting for the week. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Yesterday was a neutral dead in the middle. Today a little lower with a 48. Yesterday a 47. Last week a 50. And last month a 58 in greed. So there you have it. How many of you are bullish on the King Crypto for this week? Let me know in the comments below as we dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Bitcoin failed to react on the March 6th Wall Street Open as consensus formed around a potential violation of $20,000. And here you're looking at the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart. Now data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View tracked a limp Bitcoin as it clung to 22.4 and actually 22.5 at the time of this recording. Motionless throughout the weekend, Bitcoin offered a few trading opportunities as concerns built up over the impact of the forthcoming macroeconomic data from the U.S. That's right, specifically the February print of the CPI due March 14th, which is what next week is expected to be hot or above expectations, says analyst venture founder, quoting him here, new Bitcoin higher low and bearish RSI divergence continues, he wrote. And he also shares what a hot CPI number coming in FOMC meeting later this month. March can be a bad month for risk on assets, including Bitcoin. A breakdown from this level would target 19,000 BTC. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analyst. And he also lays out this chart with the potential path to below 20,000, which highlights the bearish divergence in the Bitcoin RSI form when the metric's trajectory runs in the opposite direction of the price downward versus upward, respectively. Now, CPI prints tend to spark short-term volatility across risk assets. This nonetheless often short-lived with the Bitcoin spot price then returning to the previous levels. Now, continuing popular trader CryptoEd likewise voiced his belief in 19,000, marking the next local Bitcoin price floor, quoting him here, Biggest bull trap ever, but the bottom is in. Enjoy the coming months and don't get fooled on the lower time frames. And he also says, let's update this 21,000 before 25,000, 25,000 before 20 and new, 23 before 20 and 19 before 30. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analysts. And turning to the macro markets, trading resource game of trades drew attention to what it called heavy resistance on the U.S. dollar strength. Now, traditionally, inversely correlated with Bitcoin, the U.S. dollar index now faces a key trend line to retest. Quoting him here, DXY is closing in on the heavy resistance zone after reclaiming the macro uptrend line. Reaction here will be pivotal of all the markets. And popular trader Crypto Chase saw a tight trading range in place on the S&P 500 mimicking the lack of momentum on Bitcoin, quoting him here. Currently utilizing the framework discussed in last night's video, I'm allowing the price to do whatever it wants around here. Let it deviate. You're not missing anything. A deviation of 
4060 followed by a reclaim is one entry trigger and attention was already on the March 7th appearance before the US Congress by Jerome Powell who is the Fed of or the chairman of the Fed for cues on the monetary conditions going forward in breaking news Max says he is going to ultimately bring 10,000 bitcoiners to join him in migrating to bitcoin country El Salvador I wish him massive success with that and there's also breaking news which just came in right before I started the recording where the SEC continues their streak of enforcement actions targeting BK coin for an alleged 100 million dollar fraud that's right as the sec continues overreaching in my opinion but the next big story of the day we're going to discuss the latest of what's happening with b usd which is basically binance's uh stable coin let's break this down shall we when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply Check it out. Binance turned to a new set of stablecoins in the wake of the U.S. SEC regulatory action against its native stablecoin, BUSD. SEC sent a Wells notice alleging BUSD is in a violation of the U.S. securities law. Following the SEC's notice, the Department of Financial Services asked USD issuer Paxos to stop minting the new BUSD altogether. The minting ban on BUSD forced Binance to look for alternative methods to mitigate its stablecoin needs. And according to the on-chain data, the largest crypto exchange by trade volume is looking to onboard true usd along with adding few uh, support for decentralized stablecoins as well the crypto exchange minted 180 million tusd from february 16th to the 24th very interesting now trust token the stablecoin operator behind the usd peg stablecoin tusd is a binance partner since june of 2019 the partnership allowed binance to buy tusd for zero fees and redeem it for fiat currency now binance's tusd relation has come full circle where earlier in september binance auto liquidated tusd to busd to increase its market share now with a ban on busd binance is increasingly minting new tusd to mitigate its stable coin needs. Binance CEO Xiongping Zhao had said that the crypto exchange will look at other options to diversify its stablecoin away from BUSD after the regulatory actions. And just a couple of weeks later, Binance announced support for the decentralized borrowing protocol, liquidity, and launched TrueFi uh, perpetual contracts. Now, True is the native token of the decentralized finance protocol, TrueFi, for uncollateralized lending. Now, the Binance listing for liquidity and TrueFi proved to be a big boost in their price, and the token have surged by 200% just in the past month. Cointelegraph reached out to Binance to get their views on the interest in decentralized stablecoins, but didn't get a response. Decentralized stablecoins became popular with the advent of Terra's native stablecoin, TerraUSD. Market pundits were of the opinion that decentralized stablecoins would be the next big thing in the crypto ecosystem. However, with the collapse of the Terra ecosystem in May of 2022, the opinions about the nascent stablecoin concept changed pretty fast. Now, the the office of the comptroller of the currency used the DPEG and collapse of Terra USD 
algorithmic stablecoin as an example of stablecoins run risk and how asset-backed stablecoins also saw minor DPEG events as a result. So there you have it. I mean, obviously, the regulators are targeting Binance and BUSD, which is very unfortunate, but it, I'm hopeful that there are other alternatives to stablecoins that they can rely upon because they have to abide by that Wells notice by the regulators. How do you think it will likely fare out for BUSD? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With that being shared, now let's discuss the latest Tether USDT FUD because the FUD is never ending in this crypto world. The company behind stablecoin Tether has rebuffed a report by the Wall Street Journal claiming it had ties to entities that fake documents and use shell companies to maintain access to the banking system. And this doesn't surprise me as the regulators t- seem to be targeting Tether as well in the uh, terms of FUD targeting. On March 3rd, the Wall Street Journal reported on leaked documents and emails purportedly revealing entities tied to Tether and its sister crypto exchange Bifinex, fake sales invoices and transactions and hid between third parties in order to open bank accounts they otherwise may have not been able to open. But in the March 3rd statement, Tether called the findings of the report stale allegations from a long ago and wholly inaccurate as well as misleading, adding the following, Bitfinex and Tether have world-class compliance programs and adhere to applicable anti-money laundering, know your customer, and counter-terrorist financial legal requirements. The firm went on to say that it was a proud partner with law enforcement and routinely and voluntarily assist authorities in the United States as well as abroad. Now, Tether and Bitfinex Chief Technology Officer Paolo Ordonino tweeted March 3rd that the report had misinformation and inaccuracies and also said that the reporters were clowns, quoting him here, I'm at the Plan B anniversary in Lugano, Switzerland. So much energy and people excited to talk about Bitcoin. While I was on the stage, I heard some clown honks. Pretty sure it was Wall Street Journal. As always, ton of misinformation and inaccuracies. Poor guys. Must be difficult to be them, but need better media. That's why we have this podcast to report the truth. Now, Tether and Bitfinex shared that they have no further comments aside from the public letter. The Wall Street Journal article outlines to its reported review of leaked emails and docs that Tether and Bitfinex apparent dealings to stay connected to the banks and other financial institutions that, if cut off from, would be an existential threat to their business, according to a lawsuit filed by a pair against Wells Fargo Bank. And one of the leaked emails suggests the firm's China-based intermediaries were attempting to circumvent the banking system by providing fake sales invoices and contracts for each deposit and withdrawal. There are also accusations in the report that Tether and Bitfinex use various means to skirt controls that would have restricted them from financial institutions and had links to a firm that already laundered money from the U.S. designated terrorist organization, amongst others. Again, this is 
In my opinion, nothing more than FUD. Tether has faced multiple allegations of wrongdoing over the past few months and recently had to downplay a separate Wall Street Journal report in early February that claimed four men controlled approximately 86% of the firm since 2018. It similarly had to combat what is called FUD from the Wall Street Journal report last December concerning its secured loans and subsequently pledged to stop lending funds from its reserves. So it seems quite apparent to me that the mainstream does not like Tether USDT, and they're going to continue to spread FUD against them. However, Max Kaiser, in his opinion, Tether USDT is the most secure and stable stable coin, and they actually have reserves one-to-one, actually even better than that. So he says, don't be concerned about Tether USDT. Be concerned about Circles USDC, which, again, is another uh, topic for another day. But with that being shared... Let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss the latest with the Singaporean authorities after Do Kwan, who has been on the run for quite some time. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Local authorities in Singapore announced they had begun to probe with that is connected to Do Kwan's Terraform Labs. According to a new Bloomberg report, Singaporean police sent an email March 6, which said investigations have commenced in relation to Terraform Labs. The email also added that the inquiries are ongoing and Do Kwan is not currently in the city state. Where is he? It's like trying to find Waldo. <laughs> Last month, February 16, the U.S. SEC accused Do Kwan and Terraform Labs of fraud in a new lawsuit. That's right. Some voices in the crypto space criticized this lawsuit as a way for the SEC to go after stablecoins with future lawsuits. And lo and behold, we're starting to witness it. Lawyers in the industry have been called on the SEC's comparisons of assets wild. Meanwhile, the SEC probe uncovered that Quan removed around 10,000 Bitcoin from the Terra platform and the Luna Foundation Guard, which he eventually changed into fiat. In total, SEC allegations claimed that Quan had laundered over $100 million worth of Bitcoin since its initial collapse of the platform. Now, Do Quan has made no comments since. The Terraform Labs co-founder has been active on social media throughout the entire scandal. However, he has not tweeted since the beginning of February, so he's currently missing in action. This entire saga, saga has its roots back in May of 2022 when the stablecoin UST dropped from its peg to the US dollar. This caused the price action to collapse to zero, which subsequently caused a major implosion in the digital asset market with a loss of nearly 40 billion dollars. Whoa. Terraform Labs had also been under investigation by authorities in South Korea, where a warrant was out for Kwan's arrest. South Korean police traveled to Serbia in their efforts to locate Kwan. It sounds like they weren't successful. And then February 15th, South Korean prosecutors requested a warrant for the arrest of the local e-commerce exec- executive who they accused of accepting Luna for promoting Terra Labs. How do you think this is likely to play out for Do Kwan? Let me know. And do you feel that actually eventually find him as again this occurred almost a year ago this fraud and he's still on the run he's still loose uh bankman fried's not even in jail he's out on bail you know so it's very interesting to say the least but it'll be interesting to see how this gets uh played out hopefully i mean if you do the crime you should pay the time so i hope they find him and 
they could return people's funds because I would imagine he has a lot of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if they can find him, maybe they can locate the stolen funds and then uh, the investors may have some type of hope to get that back. Or maybe the SEC just takes those funds and never distributes them back, which could also play out as well. So ultimately, it really sucks the most for the investors who got the short stick. You know what I mean? The short side of the stick, unfortunately. But with that being shared, now let's discuss the latest with Bybit. And if you didn't know, they recently halted all USD deposits, but they also just came out with this story where they have uh, MasterCard powered debit cards, which is very interesting. So let's break this down. Bybit is set to launch a new debit card offering that will allow its users to make payments and withdraw cash using crypto holdings. That's right. The Bybit card will operate on the MasterCard network and allow for fiat based transactions by debiting crypto balances when used to pay for goods and services. The service begins with the launch of a free virtual card for online purchases, while physical debit cards are set to be available April of this year. The service will work with Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tether, USD coin, and Ripple XRP balances on user accounts. Interesting. Payments will automatically convert the balances of these initial cryptos into euros or pounds, depending upon the user's country or residence. How would that work with XRP in the United States? I'm curious. ATM withdrawals and global payments will be limited to aggregated crypto holdings of a user's Bybit account. The cards are issued by London-based payment solution provider Morwand. And this is an example of what the cards look like. Pretty cool. The rollout of Bybit's virtual and physical debit card offerings comes days after the Dubai-based exchange announced it would be halting U.S. dollar bank transfers. That's right. The suspension of dollar deposits and withdrawals was pinned on service outages by one of its processing partners. Bybit users can continue to make USD deposits using ADV. I guess it's AdVCash wallet or with credit cards. While users were urged to carry out any pending U.S. dollar wire withdrawals by March 10th, U.S.-based crypto exchanges and businesses were affected when Silvergate Bank announced the discontinuation of its digital assets payment network March 4th. Meanwhile, a report at the end of February of this year suggests that both MasterCard and Visa would hold off on announcing or embarking on further direct partnerships with crypto and blockchain industry. But I also heard that that was nothing more than a rumor as an executive from Visa came out and said, hey, we're still planning on moving forward with crypto, so that could have been more FUD. MasterCard has been exploring payment options in USDC through new partnerships, while Visa has hinted at plans to allow customers to convert cryptos into fiat on its platform this year in 2023. That's right. So how many of you would actually take advantage of this debit card if it becomes available where you live? Let me know. And with that being shared, now let's dive into our final story of the day and discuss this $300,000 Bitcoin price prediction from crypto veteran Tone Bays before we get into the live Q&A. Seasoned trader Tone Bays believes that Bitcoin could be gearing up for a massive eruption to the six-figure level and go as high as $300,000 per coin. Send it. Let's freaking go. Can't wait. In a new strategy session, he tells his 123,000 YouTube subs, Bitcoin can explode between 792% and 1,238% from the current prices in the next bull market, quoting Tone here. So this is my projection. There are two paths. We can hit this line, diagonal resistance twice like we did in the last cycle, 2021, or we can hit this line once near the end like we did in the prior cycle of 2017. If we hit it near the end, we're going to go higher, $300,000. If we hit it twice, we're going to go lower, $200,000. Personally, I'd rather we hit it twice. I am tired of Bitcoin being this cheap. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Tone Vey as any 
outlines it here in this chart, which is very enticing. Anytime I see Bitcoin above $100,000, I get extremely excited. So you already know, fam, when I see Bitcoin at two hundred and three hundred thousand, let's go. And as you can see, this would occur sometime between 2025 and 2026, which is not so far away. So looking at the chart, it appears he thinks Bitcoin can rally towards its initial target of 200,000 sometime in 2025. And should Bitcoin go higher and rally to 300,000 as outlined in the chart, Vase believes that can happen happen in late 2025 or early 2026 in the short term. However, Vase thinks that the Bitcoin pullback is not yet over. Quoting him again, the previous week closed poorly, which at the moment sets up for a pullback all the way down to the long-term moving average and $20,000, that critical line in the sand. And to watch this video, he did entitled Silvergate Bank, still a concern. Check the show notes below the video in the description. And what are your thoughts surrounding his $300,000 target? Do you think that's nothing more than a pipe dream or a real possibility for the King Crypto? Holla at your boy. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.